Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Building from the Bottom podcast. I'm your host, Gareth Rafferty, and this is Chapter 3, Episode 22. Welcome back. If you've been here since the beginning, you will know that 22 is my favorite number. Anything with a two in, I love. And so I'm extremely excited to put out this podcast on this grey Sunday morning. It's been a really interesting week for me this week, and it's certainly something that I'm definitely going to be looking back on this episode. It's one of those that was filled with emotion, opportunity, happiness, sadness, and a lot of other emotions. But just before we get into that, I just wanted to do a shameless plug. In terms of my social media presence, if you guys follow me on LinkedIn, I've recently been doing a survey. And I would really, really appreciate it if you guys could go and check that out, go and fill it out, and of course, share it with your friends that are on LinkedIn. This this, um, survey is all about LinkedIn. So if you're not on LinkedIn, then unfortunately, it's probably not worth you filling it out. But I'm sure most of you are probably on LinkedIn. So feel free to go and check that out. I will link it in the description. But anyway, without further ado, let's jump straight in. As normal, it's 11.51 in the morning here on that grey Sunday morning that I was mentioning. And I'm just here in my tracksuit bottoms at my desk. I mean, not much has changed over the past few weeks with the coronavirus as everyone is talking about still it's about five or six weeks in now which is quite insane how long we can stay within four walls anyhow this week i've had to make a decision a decision that i knew was right for me but it was quite difficult for me to make and sometimes deep 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 down you know that taking a specific path in your life is the right decision but this is often difficult for you to do. It took a lot of prodding in my brain and talking to other people, asking for second, third, fourth, fifth opinions. And finally, I came to the decision. I can't 100% tell you what the decision is, purely because I haven't released anything technically, and I'm trying to keep it on the down low. But I will be sharing that with you over the next few weeks and months. To continue about this decision, it was something that was really difficult for me to make. It's one of those things like when you were a kid and your mom or your carer used to come up to you upstairs and said, what do you want for lunch? Deep, deep down, you know that you want ham. But because you've got your brother or sister in the room and they said cheese, you automatically feel like you have to go for cheese. This example is a very, very dulled down version of this decision I've had to make this week. And it was difficult because deep deep down, I definitely knew that this is the right decision that I'm making, but it kind of went against my character. It went against me having to basically not give up on an idea. And by not giving up on this idea, it was also holding me back from moving forward with bigger and better ideas. But that's all I can say, unfortunately, because I can't give too much away. But make sure you guys tune in over the next few weeks, and I'm sure 
you will end up finding out what I am talking about. I am excited to sharing it with you guys, but I don't want to announce anything official yet because it's very, very early days to say the least. I'm probably like three or four days into this decision. So there's a lot of things that could change and it's very sensitive at the moment. Let's put it that way. So yeah, that was a bit about me and hard decisions. Generally, I'm pretty good at making decisions in general, but if it comes to having like an influence, if you want to call it that, then nine times out of 10, I will let the other person decide. And the reason for this is, is because it's a lot, lot easier for me to let them decide and make everyone's life easier than for me to use the brain capacity and make another decision. So when it comes to business, I'm on it. I can make decisions generally pretty quick. Sometimes I do need to think a little bit longer about it, but generally I'm pretty good at making decisions in terms of business. But 100% on my personal life, I kind of dodge and hide from every decision I have to make. Sticking with that lunch theme, when it comes to lunch times, for example, if I'm sitting in the room with my girlfriend and her parents come up and ask, what do you want for lunch? Usually I say the exact same thing as what she's having because, for example, if she chooses a cheese sandwich, I will choose cheese because number one, the cheese will already be out. And number two, the cheese will also already be open. And just the fact that they will have already been opened and it's already out, it just makes their life easier because they're already doing that one task. Whereas if I choose ham, that means they then have to go to the fridge, maybe open a new pack of ham. And in a week's time, it means the ham could go off um, because it got opened earlier and all the rest of it. And so nine times out of 10, when it comes to my personal life decisions, I will generally try and avoid them. But of course, that depends if there's any other people in that decision-making process. If there is, I'll usually leave it to them. If not, then I will have to make that decision myself. Moving on swiftly from ham sandwiches and cheese sandwiches. This week, I have been spending a, f a bit more time focusing on the influencer marketing agency that I work in at the moment for about 12 and a half hours a week. And my second day, I, I mentioned this last week, on my second day, which was last week, Tuesday, um, it was probably like the mid-April. I'll quickly check my calendar. Last week, Tuesday, was the 21st of April. And it was my second day working in the Influencer Marketing Agency. And I managed to get an email back from a lead, which the person said, yes, Gareth, nice to meet you. We would love to work with influencers. How about you get us some stuff together and we have a chat. So we had a chat this week and she also had a chat with the co-owner of this company that I work for. And now we're pulling together potential influencers for this potential client, which is extremely exciting because um, just how quick everything has gone. It's just been quite exciting and the company size and all of that and just communicating with new people. It's quite exciting. And Although it's not for me, the first client, of course, isn't for me. It's for the influence marketing agency. It's just nice to work with people on that basis and get to build those relationships, meet new people, see how I, see how I can help these people. 
in all of these little bits and bobs. And it really allows me to have a bit more freedom in terms of how I communicate with them because of how small of a company it is. There's a lot of creative freedom, which I really, really love. I love having that flexibility to get up and do whatever I want. Nine times out of 10, for example, the companies I reach out to, as long as they can get help from us, he doesn't really mind who we reach out to. And yeah, so I would say it's been a pretty successful week. I've been pulling together stuff for a proposal for this person. And it's been interesting to do some of that digging around influencers, reaching out to influencers, waiting for replies, all of those types of things. And hopefully over the next week, I'm going to be getting some replies off those influencers and starting to move the ball forward, which is extremely exciting to see how other people do it as well. The whole sales process and the proposal process, I've never seen anybody do. And so to see someone doing it and kind of living it firsthand in a different company is interesting to see how their process differs from my own. Moving on swiftly to the third point in my diary this week. And this point, this point is opportunity. Opportunity is all around us. And especially this week, I have found that opportunity is not something that you can always search for. Sometimes opportunity comes to you where you least expect it. I was on a call earlier on this week. And what I really found out was after being on this call with this amazing person, she said to me, Gareth, you're in marketing. My sister needs some help with marketing. Maybe you could help. And so she put me in contact with her sister. The next day we jumped on a call. Turns out I'd already spoke to her sister previous. And after having that chat, it sounds like I can be extremely valuable. But it's crazy the amount of people that have reached out to me or I've seen something online and they have opportunities. There's also a lot of people out there saying, oh my God, no one's hiring. There's no jobs, etc." But the truth is there are jobs. And there are places to find opportunities. You just have to put your position, put yourself in that position to find them. Those opportunities can be on LinkedIn. They could be from that person you connected with on LinkedIn six months ago that just so happens that they need a marketer or it could be that gaming company that's down the road from you that you walk past every day on your way to work. Because to be honest, the gaming industry at the moment is booming. So especially if you're in marketing, gaming might be a section for you to walk into and have a look to see if there's anything interesting for you to do there. Gaming companies are hiring because simply when you go home, usually you don't have time to game at home. But because we're already at home now, because of coronavirus and all the rest of it, it means that a lot more people are playing their games on their consoles, their PC, their Nintendo Switch. And so this leaves a huge opportunity for you, especially if you're in marketing, because it means that there's a demand for you. People are trying to build their brands online and keep consumers engaged whilst they're even not open or they can't provide their services as well. But gaming companies, 90% of it is digital. And so that really, really allows 
them to thrive at the moment. Because a lot more people are gaming, it also means that they are having a lot more revenue running into the company. And that means they can hire more people. So there is opportunity. You just have to look for it. It can be anywhere. It could be your next door neighbor. It could be the guy across the street. It could be the person that you bump into every single time you walk in your dog. Opportunity is everywhere. And you never know where your next opportunity will come. It could be a letter in the mail. It could be an email. Or it could just be your next Zoom call after meeting someone on LinkedIn. You never know. So make sure that you're constantly looking for this opportunity. Because it may be hidden right in front of you, but you just might not know that it's there. It's insane how quickly opportunity can come to you. And it literally comes out the blue. Obviously, after being on this call this week and being offered an opportunity, not just a normal standard marketing opportunity, but more of a managerial role. At 21, that hasn't even finished university, to be offered that type of role in marketing, I think that's insane. Because, well, I'm just a 21-year-old. And that really puts things into perspective about where degrees and education stands as well. Because although a degree used to be everything, it might not necessarily be everything anymore. And being self-aware enough to know whether it's the right option for you is extremely important. Don't just be a sheep and follow everyone else because you might waste a few years of your time. And the truth is time is limited and you could spend that time doing better things to move yourself forward as opposed to staying with your high school friends. Opportunity. Sometimes you can't search for it. Sometimes it jumps up on your back and rides around the playground like your child probably would right now whilst we're in quarantine. But just make sure your eyes are open so that you can see opportunity. It can literally be anywhere. And that's the beauty of it. Moving on swiftly from opportunity. I had a call this week with a guy named Michael Simmons. Simmons, I think it was. And wow, that's all I can say. Yesterday I was on the call, Michael Simmons, great guy. But when I initially called him, we we had said 11 a.m. 11 a.m. on Saturday, the 2nd of May. And I called him at 11 o'clock. No response. I was like, okay, maybe he's running off on a call. It's fine. So I dropped him a text and said, I'll just try calling you whenever you're free. Um, call me back. And then I tried calling him again at quarter past 11. Still no reply. Straight to voicemail. And... I was just like, oh, okay, maybe he's busy, we'll rearrange or something. So I left it. About an hour or two later, he rang me. And we had about an hour-long conversation. And I have to say, it was a really, really good conversation. You know those conversations that just constantly get you thinking? Thinking about how you can improve yourself, your business. Thinking about how your mind and perspective is changing on life. Well, this was one of those calls. And by me jumping on a call with him, 
that also ended on opportunity. But he shared so, so much knowledge with me. Knowledge that I never would have got if I hadn't said, yes, I can take that call. It's insane because his perspective of things that I perceived was completely different. But because he was closer to this subject, it really got me thinking about people. And I'll tell you a bit more in depth about this conversation. He's based in Cheshire, which is just just outside of Manchester, apparently. And it was interesting because he was talking about some of the biggest agencies and e-commerce fashion companies in the world, let alone the UK. Companies like Pretty Little Thing, Boohoo, Social Chain, all these different companies. And especially with Social Chain, Stephen Bartlett, as many of you will know, he's a one of the co-founders of Social Chain. He's the front man, the man that gets up on stage and talks about marketing and the company. And then you have the other two founders who usually stay on the back end of things and they make sure that the day-to-day running is fine. It's interesting to hear that. His, that, that Michael Simmons's perspective on these people, I don't know whether it was his voice or what, but it just really got me thinking about their journey and how seemingly easy he made it out to be to get to their position. He talked about investment and finding investment and how he said that Social Chain and his company, Social Trinity, had initially got funding. And the reason they grew so fast is because of the funding they were getting. And Michael, he was saying how he was in a gym with his co-founder and they were talking about investment. And then someone approached them in the gym saying, hey, I know someone or I'd be interested in learning a bit more about your company. Come and pitch us. And again, that links back to the opportunity point because it's insane. You never know where funding is going to come from. You never know where you're going to meet a co-founder. And he was saying that build the team as fast as possible because then you can build faster. And it was insane to hear this point of view because he made it sound so, so easy. And it made me wonder what's stopping me from getting all this opportunity, what's stopping me from getting funding, what's stopping me from building a team. And the truth is, also after watching a TED talk earlier this week, we like to put up walls in our head to stop us from reaching those goals and also to mentally kind of confirm to us that actually there's, they're a different person to who I am. And so by putting up these mental walls, it can navigate you down a path that's not where you want to go, but you feel like it is the right path because you see all of these obstacles. But actually, when he put it down to the fact that he was in a gym with his co-founder and someone approached them, that sounded like a very normal thing to do. But then when he was talking about business, his business, running a team, all these different things. It made it sound very, very easy. 
and maybe it is easy. Maybe, maybe I am putting up walls for myself. And by having that chat, it's really opened my eyes to how seemingly far these people seem away from me. These people that have multi-millions of followers on Facebook pages, but actually they're only a few steps ahead. I mean, to me that sounds insane because just hearing Michael on the phone, it's, it was quite an inspiring conversation, even though we weren't talking about inspiring topics. But he has a team of what seems like about 15 to 20 people. And just by having that amount of employees, personally, I'd like to go bigger than that. But to hear the mindset he was in whilst talking about those employees and talking about business in general and about how each company is different and how he's got friends and stuff in all these different companies, it was quite crazy to hear. Because although he's built this company, he sounded very similar to me. And that's weird. Because it means maybe I'm closer than I think. Maybe you're closer than you think. And that just by taking the next few steps, you might even get to where you want to be. We make goals in life and we perceive them as bigger than they are. For example, one of my goals is to move and live in New York for a year. Sounds pretty simple, if you ask me. And it's always been quite a big goal of mine. But the truth is, I don't know why. Because all I've got to do is make X amount of money to cover the rent for a year and food. And then I could do it. And the truth is getting money seems difficult, but it's not as difficult as it seems because people are always looking for things. People are looking for help. People are looking for a new bag, a new pair of shoes, a new top, a new pair of trousers, a new keyboard, a new Xbox controller, whatever that product or service is, people are always looking for new things. And so all you have to do is provide a service or a product. And so that automatically makes our goals seem very, very small. I'd like to build a company. I don't have any specific parameters around that. And so building a company could be hiring one person or building a company could be hiring a thousand people. I said, I want to speak on stages with thousands of people. I've already done 500. That's half of a thousand. I'm already halfway there. So maybe we're closer than we think. Just maybe over the next year or two, being in quarantine could lead to opening your mind to a whole new perspective on life. And that might be what you need to kickstart your passion to get to where you want to be. And that's it. You also need to appreciate who you are right now and the process that you're going through to get to where you want to be. Because when you're where you want to be, what's next?
that's it thank you so much for listening and of course if you have time feel free to check out my survey down below if you have linkedin and i hope you all have a great week thank you so much for listening it, it really really means a lot to me and yeah have a great week and this has been chapter three episode 22 of the building from the bottom podcast i'll speak to you all soon